Welcome to Talking About the D, the DCOM podcast where we watch all DCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, watch for the first time and see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keane, and as always, I have my co-host Lizzie German here. Hi, Lizzie. Hey, Emily. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's officially spooky season. Woohoo! And uh, so, of course, we have to do a spooky movie with two returning guests. We have uh, Karen Joseph Adcock. Wait, two guests? I was told I would be here by myself. <laughs> Just you kidding. were lied to. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sound bite for me. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Alex Dudley. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, and we How many are... times... Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh gosh, it's a it's so many people. Um, how how many times have you guys been on? I uh, think this is only my second time. Okay, no, I think it's no, your that's third, not true. At least Karen, uh, you were on maybe with it's Lauren. my third time. It's yeah, my third time. Okay, there we go. And then Alex, maybe four times. I this might be four or five. I'm trying. I'm like going through my head to see at a pixel perfect. Even Stevens movie, um, get a clue. George the Jungle. Oh. So this is my fifth. And wow. Hocus Pocus, dude. You did Hocus. Oh, Pocus I did. Too. I didn't know the Karen and Amanda did Hocus Pocus. Really? Yeah. Oh, my I'm, bad. Okay. I'm glad you. I'm glad you remembered what my other one was because I was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Yeah, yeah, I. I think I. This is my fifth. Um, Five Timers Club. Yeah, if they, I think it's like me and Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does she get a smoking jacket? Like a smoking oh yes, <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> Why would start, it be a smoking jacket? Just start I doing. Like, I don't know. Because <laughs> that's what they do. You join the Five Timers Club. <laughs> yeah, and John Lovitz waits on you. Yeah. I remember that part too. <laughs> um, Phenomenal. Yeah, so we are doing Under Wraps, the very first DCOM. Way, so. way back machine. What? Yeah. This is the <laughs> yeah, first Yeah, you didn't know ever. that? No. That's oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, our friend and friend of the podcast, Patrick Pittis, told me that yesterday. Because I also didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So Disney Channel was like, what if we fucked around and made movies? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's exactly. And you can tell it's early because it has the early, um, uh, I don't know how to say this, the motif of the um, the girl uh, character being much physically larger than the main boy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very accurate to middle school. Yes, and you after well, yeah. a couple movies, you don't see that anymore, even though it is accurate. Um, do you that think that's age like up a, the guys? <laughs> do you yeah. think that's them, like just like actually getting three kids that are the exact same age, and the girls are just naturally bigger? I do. I actually yes. do. Yeah, yeah, I think they're, so. They're actually the age that they're playing instead of having sixteen-year-olds play thirteen-year-olds. Yeah. And also tall. She is really tall. And also at some point they aged after high school musical, they aged everybody up so that everybody's in high school. Whereas it used to be like 
12, a lot of the kids were. Yeah, um, all middle they school. Were, they were in middle school or it was like like in Phantom of the Megaplex. It's about like an older kid, but then he has two um, younger, younger siblings. siblings. And right. then and then everything changed around, you know, 2007 or whatever, about 10 years after this. Wow. Yeah. That's so yeah. interesting. We're, we've become decom historians, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. against, our, against our best interests. Um, we know a lot. Yeah. So anyway, yes, we did under wraps and uh, we did not know at the time that I chose this for <laughs> Keenan and I, but um, Disney premiered a remake, the very first DCOM remake ever. Um, what if they did a- it like film by film? Like they did them in order. That would, be, all that of would be pretty cool. <laughs> they oh, <wow. laughs> 100% would. They absolutely yeah. would. You know, they I would. bet they're going to see how this one does. I bet, and then they'll do like they'll do Brink or something next, which yeah. is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, they did. They have remade Under Wraps, apparently, with like the same kids' names, the same premise, mm-hmm. like just a remake. Which, <sighs> yeah, it's a bold I'm, choice. I saw the trailer. Curious. Go ahead. The trailer yeah. showed that there was a little bit of gender flipping, bending. What's it called? Uh, oh yeah, oh, okay. bending. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I know. Oh god, names. Uh, so the guy who owns the store, uh-huh. uh like the eccentric, kooky adult who hangs out with kids for some reason. Oh yeah. Um, oh, Br- Bruce? Bruce? Yeah, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Bruce. Uh-huh. Bruce is a Bruce is a woman. I didn't catch her name in the trailer. Um, and the okay. kids are also of color. <laughs> So <laughs> yes. a, mm-hmm. the the scaredy cat best friend is black and then one is oh and then the other the girl I want to say is something else too. She's also brown. I yeah. Don't know what, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then but then the lead boy is a is a white Oh. I mean kid. obviously. Yeah. I mean obviously. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's still this for is white. This is America. Yeah. 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 <laughs> If 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 that kid was like black, then I would know it was for black people. But I know yes, that this exactly. is a, a white friendly movie because of the lead character. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, though, now that I'm looking it up, he might be Latino. So I am. I thought he <laughs> yeah. was Latino. Oh, okay. Okay. this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceled. <laughs> well, Mario Yadidia, I would, I would venture to guess is. Um, well, he doesn't have to be of color, but his name is um, very exotic. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he played That's Marshall. Fair. He played Marshall That's in fair. the first one. Um, but um, yes, no, I'm very curious about it. I, I support their right to... How, how old are they? Are they in high school? They look kind of middle school-y, right? They're in well, middle school. Well, I just looked up what year... Yeah, I'm looking at what year Malachi Barton was born in for this remake, and it was 2007. So fourteen. Ay ay So Mario Mario was 13 when Under Wraps came out. Okay, okay. So yeah, yeah I mean, he says he's 12. Mm. So I'll I'll yeah. accept. Yeah, it. that that was definitely yeah. a a sign for I think they're at Roosevelt Junior High School or something. So okay. Ooh, yeah. good catch. Good catch. Oh, yeah. He retired. I'm Go looking ahead. at his uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> he retired from acting in 1998. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. The, the, oh, one one year later. 
I mean, so you quit while dominant. you're on top, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. like, but quit while you're even wanting more. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Keen, should I should I get into the premise? Of yeah, the give us give us a quick rundown of uh, what this movie's about. Sure. Well, um, three friends discover a sarcophagus in the basement of the house of an eccentric old man who has died um, on one of on Marshall's block. Marshall's the main kid, and they accidentally revive the mummy, the Egyptian mummy that is inside the sarcophagus. And there are many antics with the mummy uh, because he gets loose and they find out that they have to help the mummy who they call Harold, um, according to the lore that, um, that their friend, that their adult friend, Bruce, um, (laughs) gets them. (laughs) They uh, have to get Harold back to his sarcophagus by midnight on Halloween or, or else he'll be turned to dust. Um, and Harold is also being pursued by the by goons of the <laughs> um, man who had him in his basement, who turns out to be a, a mob guy? Question mark. Uh, some a who faked his character. death. Yeah, it's, yeah. Faked his own death because who the was IRS was a... after him. <laughs> 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 Sorry, was, go ahead, Garrett. Wasn't he also a teacher? Like, wasn't that why? Like. He was a curator, right? Yeah, he worked in a museum. Oh, is that how he had this sarcophagus? Yeah, I think so. He he was he contained multitudes. Apparently, (laughs) (laughs) yes, he's definitely like a like an or in organized crime, but also legit. Apparently, also was a museum curator. Anyway, so they kidnap Harold, and they have to get Harold back, and the kids, which are Marshall, um, Amy, and Adam Wiley, plays Gilbert. Um, they end up getting Harold back to his sarcophagus, which is next to his wife's sarcophagus. And, no, uh, uh, no, oh, that's the whole thing, Lizzie. He was her serpent, Lizzie. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but also, lover he was, he was also uh, yes because they he was did celibate. it. I don't believe no. that for a second. No, they no, no. they were not celibate. <laughs> I think that's well. I think even the kids say that because. Yeah, there. Yeah, because Amy's like, I don't think he is celibate. Anyway, they don't know, yeah. they don't know the yeah. sarcophagus, but they no, know no, but I was gonna say <laughs> at one point we have to talk about their very odd vocabulary and like what mm-hmm. they know and don't know because it is sure. a very choice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I was just going to say that's basically the end. But then also Marshall comes around to accepting his mom's new boyfriend, who is played by Bill Fagerbacka, who are I don't know how to say his last name, um, but he's uh, also plays Harold. Um, and then he was also in. Oh, help me out. Twas the I met your me. mother. Twas oh yes. he's also I'm sorry. He's in, de- he's in a deep. He's in a deep. He's in a decom where he's there's two couple, tall elves. It's a. It's a. It's a. With the weather machine, it was um, oh, ultimate oh, Christmas present. Ultimate, ultimate Christmas, Christmas present. present. He's one yes. of the elves in Ultimate Christmas Present, and ironically, that's the other decom where um, there is the the two girls. It's Brenda Song and another actress who are, are the leads, and mm-hmm. they like this boy, and the boy is like three feet tall. He's a shrimp. Yeah, right. They're like these beautiful young women, and they have a crush on this boy who's like. You know, just some doofus, and yeah, that, I think that was 
<laughs> you forgot yeah. another credit. You forgot another credit that's from a different network, so a little taboo. But he's also mm-hmm. Patrick Star. Yeah, yeah, and of course, well, yes, yeah, very Which, the voice of Patrick Star. We discovered because I turned to Karen at one point because he made like some sound like, "Huh, he sounds like Patrick," and then Karen really? was like, "Um, he is Patrick Star." Oh, like, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's wild. Yes. I don't. I. I. He's very. Uh. Very accomplished. Like physical actor, but he's also a very accomplished voice actor. So to yeah. this was obviously the perfect role for him because it's literally physical humor and like ooh, like just noises, like Scooby Doo. <laughs> so he, get, he gets very specific yeah. roles when it's live action because he's also like seven foot tall. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he yeah. played Jason Siegel's dad on High Mission. Yeah, he played uh, uh, Marshall's yeah. dad, which funnily here he is also playing Marshall's soon to be stepdad. Oh yeah, so. that's a really good point. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. That is funny. Yeah. Unless they yeah. break up, you know, some relationships don't it's work true. out. That's true. We That's don't know. true. <laughs> we don't it's know. true. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, I guess we can start from the, t- from the tippity top. If you all would like keen, how do you, how does that sound? Yeah. To you? I'm, I'm trying to remember how it actually starts. Oh, well, Karen oh. and I took note of this because yes, please, we were like, what? What is it felt like very because they're just like watching a movie that's like an yeah. 80s horror movie. Oh, that's and right. Like with the dad from Even Stevens. Yes, with Tom Virtue, a young Tom yeah, Virtue. Yeah, and it felt very, Virtue. yeah, it felt very like 80s PSA. And we were like, what is happening? And then they revealed it's a movie. So <laughs> it was also um, really great because it was like the kid was like, I'm scared, dad. And the dad's like, go to bed. Like, I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. You're scared. <laughs> so aggressively right. mean yeah he was like i'm not have i'm not sleeping in his room again he's gotta go to his own bed and the sister was mean and the boy so the little boy is like the little sister makes fun of him and he says shut up you cow which i was like whoa oh my yeah. god and it was super disorienting because I thought I was watching the dis. I didn't know I was watching a movie in a movie, which not that it yeah, matters, same. but I was I, like, who are these people? Why are they talking to each other like that? Uh, anyway, I suspected yeah. that we were watching a movie in a movie, but I too was like, is is this it? This seems yeah. very yeah. strange. Yeah. Here's like, the thing. With, you never know what you're going to get quality-wise with DCOM, so it could have very easily been the start of a DCOM. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really funny. and well that was I it, don't was know I was gonna say I don't know that I ever saw Under Wraps when it first came out as a decom as a child um, so this was a new experience for me so I didn't remember a lot of stuff other than things that happened in the commercial which we can talk about at some point but like I truly went into this pretty much not knowing anything about this movie mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah I, I, I forgot to ask go, go ahead Karen yeah uh, I was just going to say, I I feel like a general thing I have with most Disney movies is I can't remember if I saw them or if I just very distinctly remember the trailer moments. Mm-hmm. Just because, mm-hmm. like, I, I think, like, you know, the remarkable thing about Disney and their advertising was that they, like, didn't have, you know, regular commercials. All their commercials are for their own stuff. So, right. like, yep. I feel mm-hmm. like I've seen everything, but, like, I wasn't exactly sure. But every once in a while, something would happen. And I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, I saw this movie. But then other stuff would happen. And I'd be like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has to be a little bit. It's it For me, it's the same. It's like, wow, I don't remember the beginning of this movie at all. And then we get to a certain point And it's like, I can actually tell you everything that happens, like, in this section. 
of the mm-hmm. movie. Like when when they're it in also the attic. Has... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, when they're in the attic, she like clogs. Um they mess around with some of Marshall's figurines or not his figurines, mm-hmm. but his like horror stuff. Um the mom comes in and uh, Harold has to freeze and pretend like he's a new thing. Like I was like, "Oh, this is coming back to me so quickly." And the rest of it was com- like I had never seen it before. So, I yeah. don't know why. I don't know why that is. I don't know if that means I just Do you think it's cuz it, it's a TV movie so like you were maybe just turning the TV on at particular parts and you just happened to keep watching the same scenes cuz I feel like I... that happened to me a lot as a kid. Yeah, I can't help but feel like it's like I I saw the middle and not the beginning and not the end. There's also a, the, maybe I was not I was five in 1992. So um, you mean in 1997? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was born in 1992 and I was five in 1997. And it's possible that the scary parts were too scary for me, even though it's very funny um, as a five year old. So I didn't. I didn't watch the end a lot. I didn't, you know, I watched the part that's fun, which is the fun and games part, which is right. in the hospital mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Cause I also remembered, I was like, Oh, they're going to, they're going to do the uh, defibrillator and his, his um, things are going to burst uh, <laughs> or uh, Catch be, on, fire. Be on fire. And that was, I was like, I can't remember if I made that up or if that was true. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I was like, if not, I should have written that because that was pretty good. But it's yeah, funny it, too. Cause it like, I don't know if this is a, you know, it worked before, so we might as well just do it again or like a Disney thing, but it like feels so much like Hocus Pocus in ways. Yeah. 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 Just like the whole like timeline of it all. Like you have to do this by this time or like this will happen. Like having like a bumbling kind of, I literally, when we first started watching, like Google to make sure that it wasn't Doug Jones. Cause I was like, totally. Mm-hmm. It like just mm-hmm. feels like the same kind of story in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And then, you know, it's, I mean, we're starting at the beginning, but like the Halloween party where the parents are, I was like, come on guys. Yeah. yeah. Right. Also yeah. his room looks a lot like Max's room from Hocus Pocus. Cause like yeah, with the like vaulted the ceiling, room. which is yeah. like every single decom, every single protagonist has like a vaulted ceiling mm-hmm. um did they play yeah. hocus pocus on disney channel a lot was that was that like the impetus for doing these movies that they That's were like oh this movie is always really popular when we play it on the channel why don't we start making our own that are similar like interesting actually i mean our generation is pretty fond of hocus pocus true so it it, it totally- stands to reason I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I, I feel like you might be onto something there. Um, largely Hocus Pocus, and mainly like through. Or? Yeah, 93, 93, you're exactly right. Yeah. I yeah. will say that it's like, it kind of didn't, it was a, um, not really a commercial success. And then the annual airings on Disney was what really made it what it is today. So, so there you go. I think. I think you might be onto something with that because Keen and I have always, always wondered since day one, basically, there's all of these Halloween and scary decoms. There's like two Christmas ones. I don't mm. understand. It seems, I know it's a Christian holiday, yeah, but it I, just seems like you'd have more Christmas themed ones. I don't understand. Isn't there a Hanukkah one where they play basketball? Uh, I don't think what? it's Hanukkah. It is a. It's about a Jewish basketball, a Jewish like a conservative. I don't. I don't know. It's a Hebrew like school where they have a basketball or... team, and it's like 
miracle on the court, full court miracle. I think full court miracle. Wow. Maybe it is a Hanukkah themed, like the miracle of Hanukkah, but it happens on the basketball court. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't seen that one. We have not. It's a Disney Channel original Hanukkah movie. It is a Hanukkah movie. Well, that's obviously, Keen, that's what we got to do this year. Well, maybe we'll we have to do out, that one for uh, December. Out of Christmas movies. <laughs> yep. Oh, officially. I mean, it's e- it's either that or Santa Claus Three. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Like we are, we are at. There's a dearth. Or we could do one of the. Um, oh my god. Movies. Nope, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention a plot point from this film. Oh no! (laughs) So what's the relation to like oh like lights going out? It's it's yeah, it's great. You gotta do it. All right. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would just. Here's here's the other theory I have is that Disney probably made sure all of their Christmas movies were like theatrical releases. Well, yeah. so they can make the money off of them because everyone's home. They don't have any school. Like, they can make money off that. Whereas DCOM, you can just dump a Halloween movie because sometimes Halloween was on a school night. Yeah. That's yeah. True. I wonder if they did some of the ones with, like, snow and they were like, this is too expensive and stupid. Like, I don't, I don't want to do any. I don't want to do this. <laughs> These are all set yet. in California from now on. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? We'll just release, like, we'll just, I, I can't. I can't quite wrap my head around it still. But anyway, back to Under Wraps. So, okay, it yes. starts in a movie theater, and we get introduced to Gilbert and Marshall. And Gilbert is, as Karen described him, is like the scaredy cat friend who, uh, yeah, is cautious. Yeah, he's easily scared. Easily <laughs> scared, um, worried all the time, very anxious. And then yeah. Marshall's, Marshall is the, um, not just like the opposite of that, but he's a horror buff. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, um, as they, he said, that's why it's called a horror movie. They show you horrible things. I don't think that's why it's called that. <laughs> um, um, there's some choice lines in this. I hope you guys. I, oh, I hope absolutely. You have some some choice down. lines yeah. in here. Yeah, um, but um, it through a roundabout way involving a paper route. We uh, <laughs> we get led. <laughs> that's to, right. <laughs> <laughs> we get led to the house of this scary man um, who lives on Marshall's block, and it's just our introduction to him. It's not really a plot point. Um, well, it's but, the yeah, Gilbert, yes. Gilbert's, because Marshall says something about the house, and then he's like, oh, haven't you met him? Because you have to get money for your paper route. And Gilbert says he hasn't gotten money from him in like two years. Right. Mm-hmm. He's too afraid to ask for the whatever it's called. And oh, my it's immediate not allowance, but yeah. My immediate thought was, but you're still delivering his papers? <laughs> like, Gilbert's covering the cost. He's too it's coming out of his own pocket. No, you just stop stop delivering. He stopped paying. Like Mm-mm. he's too afraid. That's so funny. Well, it doesn't it start off because the guy drives past them really fast? Oh yeah, he like scre- mm-hmm. he like screeches, or maybe maybe the car just passed. No, it's got to be that car. It's it's his car. You're exactly right, Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he lives in a spooky. And what what was really funny is that I was like, oh, that's gonna become a kindly old person that they like. Yeah. Then, nope. And I yeah. Was, yeah. I was. I, I thought, thought it was going to be a boo, like a Boo Radley situation. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. He he is a scary man that you should he's avoid. Exactly, like, yes. That is he's actually accurate. more 
menacing than they yeah can, yeah <laughs> he fakes his own death and is like doing he's like trafficking um foreign stolen like, artifacts antiquities. yeah antiquities <laughs> like, I, I guess <laughs> For some sort of crime syndicate, we don't know which one. We <laughs> they the, the the goons they got. It's like these men could be Italian, they could be Irish, they could be just about anything. <laughs> like we don't know which affiliation this they're is. Equal they're equal opportunity goons. They're they're yeah. freelance. There you go. There you go. They were except they were all like, white. But if you guys have seen Harley Quinn, the animated series, they have that bar that's just, like, full of goons for hire. It's, it's exactly like that. Like that. <laughs> that's what yeah, I mean. Exactly. Yeah. I'll take um, uh, you, you, not you, you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what and Mr. Kovac did or whatever. Yeah, and T-Pain. <laughs> yeah. What's um, the guy's name? I'm sorry. Hang Mr. on. Mr. Kubot? Kubot? Sounds like a real Which, name. yeah, also was not a helpful like indicator no. i feel like yeah because <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real name <laughs> yeah yeah um, um but also so, worked legitimately as a curator like that too right That's also part of Importantly, the and we get we get some good we get some um backstory because uh we meet the next day at school we meet amy the female uh friend <laughs> um, the, female the friend. tall female friend <laughs> there's there's scaredy cat friend boy friend and female designated female friend um and uh she luckily her mom is a realtor who is um going to i guess it's not the next day it's like several days later uh but she's selling the house kubat has dropped Mm -hmm. dead he was covered in pancake batter and he uh is, is selling yeah yeah amy's mom is selling the house and they decide i'm pretty sure that day at lunch they decide that they're going to see what's in his creepy basement. Is that right? Is that everyone's? Yeah, which Gilbert? Yeah, yeah. Very it is po- yes, because Gilbert actually pretends like his mom isn't letting him go out when they come to pick which, him up. Gilbert's mom, bizarre yeah. off-screen character. We need absolutely. We, yeah. need to we know needed her. more. Yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to so, know more. <laughs> we we learn at lunch that um, sometimes Gilbert's mom takes dolls to the movies. And <laughs> she did that she, once. <laughs> no, she bought them popcorn. She popped. Yeah, she yeah, bought yeah, them yeah. popcorn. Yeah. You're yes. right. You're right. Yeah, all of Gilbert's no, like little like one liners are so good. They were so I know. good. Adam Wiley is quite quite adept. I mean, all the kids are good, but I I was like. I think he was really he good. He was very a funny. Really good we did hear timing. Gilbert's mom when uh, when Marshall and Amy came up to pick him up. She called out from off screen, call me Esmeralda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's role yeah. playing. Yeah. She's role playing, apparently. That's, yeah. yes. Yeah. I really wished we got to see her. I wanted... I wanted to know more about this woman. She was fascinating. Devastating <laughs> that we... Devastating that we did not... Uh, like, where yeah. is the under wraps too? That is just Gilbert and his mom. Like, that's maybe what I she want. Gets, maybe she gets some screen time in the uh, in the remake. That's I hope so, and reason. I hope she's just maybe. as weird. But I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they've cut that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We also we skipped a uh, we skipped my favorite part of the film. Oh, oh no! Oh my! <laughs> or one God. of my oh, favorite parts like... where when they're like gonna when they are walking past Kubot's house and then they like have this like. Or Gilbert has this rumor that Kubot like killed some kid, and then Marshall's like, "No, he moved away." 
And Gilbert's like, oh, you know, he never writes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> They're like, he moved to Toronto. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, old, like, humor. He never yeah. writes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is yeah. also crazy that these two kids are named Marshall and Gilbert. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's Why? like dedicated to the, the screenwriter's grandparents. parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, I did. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that one joke like sold me on Gilbert. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Fine. And then it was, it was all up. It was all downhill from there with, with him. The, there was some quality comedy in this movie. I will say like that. Yeah. Gilbert's yeah. There's some good. There's some good stuff in here. I, there was some legitimate laughs in this movie. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you, um, I, I, like including I were, related to the uh, the uh, he never writes line. Is that what you were thinking of? <laughs> yes. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's it was very. There were a lot of like laugh out loud moments. There was one moment I can't remember what it was right now, but. Where I laughed so loud, I had to turn to Alex and say, "I'm sorry." <laughs> and I was just so embarrassed that I was so I tickled wish. by something. Oh man, was, I I what, what was it, it was. the kid with the rag? Oh well, yeah, oh, yeah. I, that was my favorite character. <laughs> transparently, transparently, Karen, I don't want to, I don't want to steamroll you. What are you? Uh, what were you thinking about with the, with the house? Oh, okay, yeah. But leading up to the house, uh, two thoughts uh, that I don't want us to go past. The fact that his parents are divorced, Marshall's parents are divorced. I was like, this feels, this is different. Because I feel like usually Disney's MO is dead parent. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But to, mm-hmm. but to go divorced parent to like kind of imbue in this kid, this kind of like <laughs> love is not real and doesn't <laughs> last kind of mentality <laughs> as he like saves someone who's like, legitimately like a mistress like you know part of an affair but that's fine um so that makes sense i guess Um, all of the kids were like ridiculously cynical and i was just thinking Mm -hmm. is this is this because it's the 90s like Mm -hmm. none of them seem to think that anything good could possibly happen (laughs) yeah they're what they're a wild bunch um there's that (laughs) and then there's also the seat when they're first talking about mr kubat uh and Amy wants to eat their peaches. And she's like, and then Gil- Marshall's like, why do you like these? They're hard as rocks. And she says, just suck on them a while and they're okay. What? <laughs> That's right. They're like, soften up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? The- like, why? Why was that included? I- she's she's tough? I don't know. She's tough. Yeah. There are she's a like lot peaches. of lives that are like, very like, she's not like other girls. That was that was her mo. That was she's her not like other girls. She was brutal. Yeah. That Todd <laughs> kid was just trying to talk to her, and she just like shut him down constantly. And it was that like, was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, "Oh, he has a crush on me. It's so annoying." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she, there was some Olsen twin shade because she oh, was like, "Oh, oh yeah. you saw the new Olsen twin movie twice." It was like, "Damn, girl, she, she could never respect him." Yeah. Yeah. Which was very yeah. like, wait, so this is like a young girl who's like clearly going through puberty because she's enormous. And <laughs> and she's and she's like shitting on these boys because they're too soft. And it's like, 
this is a lot. Like, this is like, she's literally like Barbarella or something, like, stomping all over the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I thought she was lovely. thought she was a lovely little girl <laughs> for me. Um, so, so, uh, that said, she is definitely, she masterminds the, the plan to, uh, break in to the house. And, yes. uh, Gilbert ends up, because he's pushing this window, trying to open this window with his back against it, he ends up upside down. Um, and I, I was thinking of like Jeepers Creepers when Justin Long falls down that chute and can't get out, but they don't do that to Gilbert. They pull him back up after he sees the sarcophagus. Um, and then mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. there he loses a, his glasses. Oh, he does. And they have to get back down in there. And at that point, yeah. uh, Amy's like, well, I have a key and we could just use the key uh, if you guys want to. (laughs) Yeah. Now that we've gotten the physical comedy out of the way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It was a wild double beat of them going into the house. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, So they uh, they do go in and they uh, they stumble upon a big uh, coffin. But yes. Yes. So they find the coffin where. Wait, we're missing something here. So, Uh-oh. Gilbert sees the sarcophagus, and there's a hand hanging <laughs> out of it. And yeah, then right. it appears that because they've opened that window, some light has gotten in, and now Gilbert has awoken, which... Yeah. Keen, why are you trying to make sense of this? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why I was more thinking from a, like, I guess horror movie tropes <laughs> kind of thing. I was not aware of any awakening mummies ideology from just some light going on their hand, but... Oh, mm-hmm. the Egyptology of this movie is bonkers. Like, the understanding <laughs> yes. of Egyptology is bonkers The, the hieroglyphics movie. later that are just like, okay, arrow to hell <laughs> <laughs> of yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, okay, so so they find Harold. I mean, Harold uh, acts at, I think Gilbert is the one, right? Yeah, he, like, runs into Gilbert, who can yes. see pretty well for a kid with no glasses. Mm, well said. Um, well said. Yeah, that was, that was a Karen point. Karen point yeah. about that when we were watching. I was like, yeah, yeah he seems fine without them. <laughs> he didn't mm. even want to go back for them, so I think he just wore them for aesthetic. Gilbert's a fucking <laughs> punk. i believe it i believe it uh so um yeah so they're they're terrified um of of harold but he's he's a gentle giant and Mm -hmm. uh he doesn't hurt them but and they do leave him in the house um, Mm -hmm. which it was okay pretty sad but lizzie lizzie how could you forget oh no him Going after Gilbert, it's like Gilbert's cornered. It, his life is over. Like uh-huh. it's over for him. And then right. Harold makes a left and goes to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. He sees a toilet, which definitely wouldn't have existed in ancient Egyptian times, oh, and 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 looks at it as if 
someone has handed him like the greatest gift of all time and he must <laughs> go to it now. It's like, like, that's why truly... he was so like frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> looking for a toilet. If we try to pick apart the things that Harold would know versus what he does know, we're just gonna get into too deep a rabbit hole. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. just gotta ride that wave of but here, uh, Yeah. Here's the other thing is that they keep like calling the sarcophagus a weird coffin, right? Yeah. That is but as true. soon as they see him, they identify him as a mummy. So what do they know and what do they not know? That's my question. Mm, that is your question. Yes. I I would argue that a kid would know what a mummy is, but they might not know that a mummy lives in a sarcophagus. Like Look, I feel like there's a certain amount of being like really into like ancient Egypt that's like akin to like dinosaur kids. Or like, true. I don't know. I feel like you. There's like knowledge that's like very pervasive amongst children. I think Marshall should know. He seems to be the one that's calling it a coffin the most, and he feels like the one that would know that it's a sarcophagus because he's so into all this horror stuff. Like he Mm -hmm. wouldn't. He would know. He would have seen all the mummy movies and all that kind of thing. Like. Right, that's how I think that's what they're trying to say is that they know what the image is without any of the context for the image. I I Mm. think that uh, the sarcophagus element is definitely in the Universal movies and if he's seen those, which I think we can reasonably believe that Marshall has, that he would know what that object is. But uh, maybe they were... Like the really old ones? Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. This... Predate, like I just realized in this moment, yeah, this predates the mummy with Brendan Fraser. Yes, yes, it does. yes. Wild. Yes. So I'm talking about the like. He doesn't the have any, but he he likes monster movies. movies. Yeah. So yeah, I, he does. I, to me, he's got like he's one of the things in um. Well, I guess this is Bruce. He's got like a Gilman, a Universal, the Gilman from Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. He's got like a knockoff of that in his car. So. I don't, you know, I don't know what they're trying to tell us about Marshall, but I do agree. I do agree. And I think that maybe Disney was worried that (sighs) kids wouldn't know what a sarcophagus is. I have no idea. I have a horrible thought. What if the kids couldn't (laughs) pronounce it? It's possible. (laughs) They're like, just fucking cut it. That is possible. We got to keep going. We're not going to make our day. Uh, we, need to, <laughs> we need to move just, on. Just call it a coffin. Just call it a call coffin. It a coffin. Fine, call it a weird fine. coffin. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry. So, yeah, we we already know about uh, the antics. We already get a, a, gl- a glimpse of it. And Harold is um, distinguished, in my opinion. He's got these big eyes. And then he's got wrapping on most of his face. He's got, like, no nose the way that your nose would kind of like the tissue would be decayed. And then he's got these big teeth that are just so much of his face. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, so big. and like su- so surprisingly big. good teeth. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. Completely good point. straight. Don't seem to really be rotted or like mm-hmm. any, mm-hmm. anything bad with them. They like actually pretty good teeth. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're yeah yeah. Um, he's he's taking care of them. I guess maybe the sarcophagus was was airtight, so uh, maybe he didn't. And I also like in it. I mean, as I, I I worked as I don't know if you guys know this, but I did work the King Tut exhibition 
when <gasps> the King Tut exhibition came to LA. That's right. Oh, that's um, so cool. Uh, yes, I mean it was a boring job, but I did learn a lot. <laughs> and um, I what the, the main thing that I learned was that sarcophagi um, were like there was a huge one, and then there were it was a Russian nesting doll situation with sarcophagus. Where the one that actually had the mummy in it was inside like five other ones and that were incredibly oh. large and incredibly heavy. And that was the most ornate one. Um, so it's kind of funny to think that they just like open the lid and close the lid because it would be, even if it wasn't the outermost layer of sarcophagus, it would be incredibly heavy. It would be gold, you know, it'd be made out of like solid right. gold. Um mm-hmm. And so what you're telling me is mummies <laughs> are the original babushka doll. Yeah. Is that, is that it? Like, I think so. I don't know if the p- potentially the the Maratrishka dolls put, go back later, earlier rather. I'm not sure. But yes, basically it's a it's a it's a mummy. It, it's a coffin inside of a coffin inside of a coffin inside of another. <laughs> was that? Um, oh my god, it's a conception. Was, Mm-hmm. Lizzie, was that to discourage like grave robbing? Yeah. Like, was it like you'd never make it to the center? And I think so. It was to protect because each each sarcophagus was more and more ornate, so they mm-hmm. were trying to protect each of them. And also, it was like, what's more showy than one coffin? <laughs> two, ten. yeah, t- two or ten <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> um, as a show of wealth, just to have. And yeah, it totally was to like they didn't want people getting at the body. So um Got it. Right. So they did what they could until until Europeans came in thousands of years later and and did exactly <laughs> what they were weren't really supposed to do. Um but so anyway, that's there's yes, uh we can even jump ahead a little bit um to talk about the Egyptology because uh we get to we get to see Bruce, who is a really important um adult character. And he mm-hmm. runs the. Is it a comic one more, book shop? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, one one more. It? One more line from Gilbert. Uh, okay. <laughs> when yes. they talk about the fact that the mummy could kind of that Harold can kind of understand, they're like, "Yeah, he like said a lot or something like that." And Gilbert goes, "That's more than my dad says in a month." <laughs> <laughs> We're <What>? learning bits <laughs> and bits about Gilbert's life every. Yeah, every wow. what is so Gilbert's home life? Fascinating. <laughs> it's amazing all right all right let's go let's keep going (laughs) so um so they go to bruce because uh yes keen you were answering is it a comic book shop is it a video no i think it's like a i think it's like a horror store yeah it's like a horror and like curiosity shop curiosity yeah Yeah. or even like a collectibles um, collectibles yeah i was gonna say memorabilia but it seems to be specifically like horror stuff like mm-hmm. weird stuff mm-hmm. maybe you could rent costumes there i don't know mm-hmm. something like that yeah. it was yeah, very yeah it's a and spirit like, shop <laughs> it's a spirit yeah yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it predates it's a uh, spirit halloween wishes it was whatever bruce had going on it's exactly. like if guillermo del toro sold <laughs> off <laughs> yeah. everything he had that's what that shop was yeah yes yes so Bruce, uh, Bruce takes him to the back where apparently he also reads tea leaves, tarot cards, yeah. a lot of other things because he took a correspondence course. Yes, um, in I love reading that. quote all types of things or whatever he says, um, and he has a tome. 
that he, I believe it's some kind of book that he gets out and tells them some absolute gibberish about <laughs> uh, like a festival that the mummy has to get in. And of course, Halloween has nothing to do with ancient Egypt, like completely different cultures. Mm. There's no Although he doesn't why. say that it is Halloween. He says it's like the festival of the dead and the kids assume Halloween. Because it's mm. close. Mm-hmm. Because it's Halloween the next day. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't know enough about ancient Egyptian religion to know if they do have something that's like in like All Souls Day or along those lines. So there could be something, but because of how inaccurate so many other things are, (laughs) I highly doubt that's the case. I mean, Liz and I were talking a little bit before about like when they talk about banshees at one point and they're just Mm. so wrong about what banshees are. So I, I probably there isn't a like day of the dead and they're just like that's a thing right it's like yeah in a completely different culture right and all of the stuff yeah. like there's no literally no literature in ancient Egypt about a mummy getting out of its sarcophagus that wasn't an concept no. yeah. that they had so there was, <laughs> that was made up when we started exhuming mummies the plan was they would stay yeah. um, yeah. the, whole plan, the whole point is don't. that you stay there forever yeah like, that's, that's, that's you think perfect. one per like there was one person like alright we wrote up how to you know embalm bodies properly and everything they're like do you think we should put in an appendix for a contingency plan in case one of them stands up they're like what the f are you talking about you're fired Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. I mean the bodies are wrapped up like they're they're not going anywhere cuz yes. I'm pretty sure yeah. that, like Lizzie you might know more than this but like are there like actual mummies aren't they like legs wrapped together as yes. well? The whole yeah, thing so, is so they can't actually they human, can't move. It's a it's a it's what used to be a person, you know, yes. it's like goop that's yeah. like wrapped together in a vaguely human shaped and there may have been wood in there to kind of keep the body together. Um, and then as far mm. as like curses, mm. I, I think the whole mummy's curse thing also may be completely made up by Hollywood. Uh, there were certainly were magicians, like the Egyptians practiced what we would consider to be magic. But I don't know if they really did inscribe a curse the, upon the curse The curse that we know, though, is that if you open it, you get right. cursed, isn't right. it? Not, right. not that yeah. the mummy itself was cursed. Yes, no. Like, yeah. No mum- Yeah, yeah. The curse is not to disturb the dead, which makes yes. sense because <laughs> they didn't yeah. want that. And, like, but even still, they, like propaganda. Uh, they weren't anticipating. Any- yeah, they were. They weren't anticipating people being able to uh, disturb the body, at least in their time, because because of the way that things were constructed. But um, there, there would be like inscriptions on the sarcophagus that were like, this is the body of the, you know, and then give like a, a bio basically, <laughs> like a little write up of, of who the guy was. <laughs> this is their Wikipedia summary. Yeah, kind of a Wikipedia article, <laughs> if you will, about, you know, who he was married to and like what his favorite horse was or whatever, uh, important, nice. important stuff. So, um, yeah, so they, they discover in the logic of this movie, they find out that they have to um, put uh, Harold back in his sarcophagus by midnight. Of, by midnight on Halloween. On I Halloween, think it's, it doesn't make any sense. But I think it's like the day before Halloween. Yeah, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So they've got 
Yes. So, um, so I can't, I don't have the, uh, I don't remember now when, but they, they rushed back. I think at that point they rushed back on their bikes to Dr. Corbett, Corbett, whatever his name is. Corbett, Corbett, his house. And it's been the IRS, I believe, or somebody, who is it? Her, her mom's, Amy's yeah, mom's there, has, like explains what happened. She's she's real, yeah, real estate. Yeah. Yeah. They've repossessed everything. And uh, they're they're horrified, of course. But luckily, Leonard was there, <laughs> and Leonard has some intel for them. <laughs> Again, them. another Who's Jewish grandpa, Leonard. <laughs> True, in the form this, of he, a wait, wait, wait. five-year-old boy, the the kid that is in what, it. He's I, just Pig Pen they... from Peanuts, like uh, yeah, yeah. He is. He yes, is. He is. he's a dirty kid, Pen, but with, he like. Oof. Go ahead, but he has, but he has his re- like a towel, like Lin- Linus, Lionel, Linus, oh, yeah, Linus, Linus has who the, has the towel. Yeah. Oh, blanket. you're right. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's combo Linus. of Pigpen and Linus. Mm-hmm. I loved him. Yeah. I wanted more yeah. Leonard. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. hilarious when he said yeah. that. When they're like, why do you always have that blanket or something? And his response was, this isn't a blanket, it's a rag. I keep it around in case I have to wipe something up. Like, what the fuck? So, I laughed so hard. Yeah. I loved Leonard. I think at that moment, I was like, oh, God, yeah, so he's going to have to wipe something up later. Like, stay tuned, Alex. And it was like, nope, nope. Just, <laughs> it's just a lie. Yeah. He's Check just a hilarious blanket. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought um, that. I wait, thought so before as we well. move, yeah, before we move past it, the thing is, like the 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 house stuff got repossessed, but like there's a pointed statement that the basement was already cleared out by the time that they cleared everything else out. By the goons, I believe. By the goons, the goons yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah. The goons already got. I know, I know, Leonard, but I was just saying that, like, I remember the IRS the sarcophagus. Part. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember them mentioning, like, mysteriously, everything was missing from the basement. And obviously, we find out it's totally. the goons, but, like... And, and that's why they need Leonard, because maybe... Because yeah, because he saw, saw that, that going out. The yellow truck, right. I think, is when he tells them about the yellow truck. And they don't put it together until later that it's a, an ice cream van from ice cream. Yeah. this particular like, ice cream Like a, a defunct ice cream company. Yes. An ice cream factory, an old ice cream factory, is where the the um, climax goes down. But before then, they we then at that point or before we spend some time just with Harold on during his day, you know. Yeah, baby's day out, but with a mummy. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Good, first he goes yeah. to the drive-through. Yeah, Alex, you can you can tell us about it if you would like. Oh well. <laughs> He goes to the drive-thru and, like, just starts hitting – because he can't figure out where the voice is coming from trying, trying sure, to get to it, right? Very so like, it's very confusing. It's very confusing. But then he starts hitting the different items, like – and then the cashier is registering them. Can you do that at certain drive throughs or you just push the I thing and they know just, what you want? Or was there a camera implied? I think he was – oh. No, he was, like, banging on it, right? And – I think it was on it, and she like knew a, when he wanted a them. joke. She 
I think it was yeah, meant to be a comment commentary on social commentary. It's social commentary on the fact that like uh, consumers feel like they aren't listened to. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> on the fact that the intercom system is like so hilariously poor, or like it used to be. Oh, that's day, fair. I guess right. And so it was the yeah. idea is that like it's so bad that you could be mumbling and they would think that they heard an entire order. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think yeah. that that's. I really thought. That's what I, um, that's what I understood as well. It yeah. is a joke on how, like, how it sounds like shit when you talk into those things. And yet they all can always hear what you're saying. Um, and then he just blew by the window, didn't pay, but, he, but he, took the drink. <laughs> he got his orange soda and yeah. the woman at the drive-thru, I love, especially <laughs> at the end when she's, mm-hmm. yeah, she's like, okay i don't even know like how to describe her inflection at the end but it was perfect she was perfectly cast also the fact that harold knows how to use a straw like he also knows what a trash can is you know when you really (laughs) you start because he like tosses it in you're like i don't know why that's funny i mean everything he does is funny Mm-hmm. Um, and then especially when he sees, I mean, who could forget that he sees a guy getting wheeled out of a hospital wearing a bunch of bandages oh, yeah. and, see, and says, that is where I need to be because that <laughs> is, that is my ilk. Those are my people. They'll understand me there. They'll understand me there. And then he gets mistaken for a burn victim and <laughs> yes. they try to, they do it, they defibrillate him um and then he catches on fire <laughs> it's pretty great mm-hmm. it's after one action. of his bandages got caught yes. in the, uh, in the sliding of course door, of course we door. had to get of course right. because he's got those bandages it's like if they hadn't had it get caught in the door we would have been disappointed you get that that's kind of the promise of the mummy uh, yes. costume is that he is walking around for a very long time though with that bandage like running behind him before that door gets opened again <laughs> like, yeah keen yeah. are yeah. you saying that he should have un fully unwrapped at some point <laughs> no i am didn't saying lizzie that... just explain to you that it's just all bush under there <laughs> i'm i'm saying that someone else would have walked up to that door very quickly and he would yeah, not have been right. caught at all yeah, like, yeah the irony true. of this is that karen pointed out the exact same thing as we were watching it <laughs> you guys have no sense of humor <laughs> None at all. I don't know. I left pretty hot That's at that rag kid. So yeah, <laughs> Leonard. Leonard was a highlight for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Yeah, um, this whole sequence with Harold like going around town. I was just watching it. Like this movie is bonkers. Like, what am I watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had to fill this- that runtime. Is what it felt like clearly a little pretty much yeah because there's like two sequences of like harold shenanigans where he's just by himself um it's another decom where they're taking fun and games literally and just like (laughs) really playing for 30 minutes yeah yeah um 
Okay, so uh, the kids when he's le- when he's uh, running out of the hospital, there's a gr- there's a very funny moment where they catch up with him and they ask him they ask him where have you been and he mimes everything that we just described <laughs> yes. and he like talks about the doors that he was enamored with the automatic doors and um, the you know paddles and um, running and everything it's it's quite funny i do like that harold like quote unquote learns more and more english as Mm -hmm. like by the end he's actually Mm -hmm. like kind of saying words um i I thought that was i just remembered what i died at what (laughs) you want to hold it wait i'll yeah i'll hold it for when it comes i know what it is i think i know what it is um so they yeah so then they take him home uh and um at that point, because um, I I'm think like we skipped over a bit way earlier. I think we skipped when Marshall decides I'm gonna keep him. Yeah, as if as if this yeah. mummy is like a stray cat or something. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yes. He's gonna keep like him. I'm gonna keep him. He's mine now. I'm you know I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna play with him all day and feed him promise like it's <laughs> it was also wild that he said aloud like didn't you see et and i was like wait what like so this is a world where yeah. like i get that he's obviously seen et because he's into you know yeah. whatever mm-hmm. but it's just like really funny mm-hmm. that this like very much lower budget movie than et was like you know what we're just gonna call it out we're just gonna say <laughs> what we're ripping <laughs> off <laughs> we don't you guys have seen that right <laughs> replacing yeah. an alien with a mummy <laughs> I like I do like the comparison. It's it's um it is fairly apropos. Um and then you get the funny bit. Well, you get obviously obviously we're waiting for the part where they get caught, right, with the mummy. And we really don't get that. We just get this time when Marshall's mom comes upstairs and Amy has mm-hmm. to clog to cover <sighs> the uh loud footsteps of a 7-foot tall mummy. And then, um, of course, to Harold, I mean, amazing physical acting from um, Bill um, when um, the mom turns around and he has to freeze. And he's every time she turns around to look at Marshall, his eyes are like darting around, like yeah. panicked, trying to get out of yeah. the situation. And it's very, it's it actually perfect. quite fun. I mean, it was perfect. I mean, I was just, I was really pleased. Really with, like, how, the, the mom was how... really good, like mm-hmm. in the whole movie, but especially in this scene, just kept looking at it like, ooh, this one's really good. And then like before she leaves, like giving it another look of like, yeah. I think it moved, but okay. <laughs> right. Like... right, right. Also the and fact yeah, that his the mom was like, like, the fact that the mom was like, uh, oh, is this just another one of your things that you've bought? And it's like, how is your 12-year-old making major purchases like this? Like, <laughs> you be That's involved? a good point. Something yeah. that big would be very expensive. But he yeah. has another thing that's just like it also in the room. So he must get these yes. things somehow. I think that maybe Bruce like gives him stuff, maybe. I think that it it could be that... Or just like, lends if them if, to him or something? Yeah, if Bruce can't like sell something, maybe he'll like just... And he needs to get rid of it. He'll uh, he'll give it to Marshall, but I think we're also reading a lot into this. I completely yeah. agree, and I've always agreed that like when she says, "Is this something new?" and he says, "Just got it today," it's like, "How did you get this home? Who paid for this? Who assembled yeah. it?" Like, there's so much more to the story. But um, she's a busy single mom, and she 
you know, whatever her 12 year old does on his time is his business. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently is her attitude. Uh, so, um, um, is this the bit now when he gets the like boombox and starts listening to All by Myself? It is, yep. it is like that made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's funny because he's all by himself, and yes, he doesn't speak English, and yes, he doesn't know what a boombox is, and yes, has he ever heard music like that? Absolutely not, but. None of that matters. My my favorite part though was so he loves this song, and then later when we're at the like Halloween dance thing, they start playing that song, and he's like, "Oh, it's my song!" And I'm I was just thinking, <laughs> why would they be playing this song at like a dance? Like you playing all by myself and like a cover of it too at a mm-hmm. dance? Like this is not a fun song to dance to. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they needed a slow dance. They needed a slow dance. It's not, it's it's all by myself. It's not a slow dance song either. (laughs) It's a very sad song. All right. All right. Yeah, they obviously did notice. Yeah, they does feel like they shelled out a lot of money or like for the music in this movie because they're really like a couple of like recognizable songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a a Bee Gees song, right? Yeah, or like a some kind of big disco song. Staying, al- yeah. staying alive, right? It is staying alive. No, I don't think it was staying alive. They were doing oh, okay. a Saturday Night Fever thing, but it was it was something different. Ah. Oh. oh no. It wasn't freak I, out. It was Get Down Tonight. Yeah. Get down tonight. It's get, get down, down tonight. tonight. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah, they do a had, little dance. I mean, we- like make a little love which is that's get down tonight yes yes Yes. um the the only time we will you will ever hear licensed music um in a disney movie yeah for the rest of eternity i'm pretty sure um they did it once and they were like never again never again are we going to yeah um and they really didn't have to i mean it was great uh it was that's definitely a nod for adults you know because it's a five-year-old like myself would not um that would be the first time I was exposed to that song at all you know I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. any context for it um so um there's a sweet moment well there's there's a couple sweet moments um I I'm sorry I forgot to say that we uh at the very beginning of the movie after Marshall gets home from the movie we meet the potential stepdad whose name I can't remember. Ted. Uh, Ted. Ted, And Ted is so nice. And Marshall (laughs) is just not able to, he's not Marshall is an absolute dick. No, he is, he's me. He's just like, doesn't want anything to do with him. Sure. Almost because he's being nice. Right. He does. He is freaked out apparently. He does say something. He says something about that later where he's like, if someone's nice to you, it's because they want something. Like, Amy says to him, like, Amy says, like, they're always nice in the beginning because they Mm -hmm. want you to like them and then they Mm -hmm. change. Mm hmm. I mean, yeah, these kids have deep. seen some stuff. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Like. Super cynic, cynical. Yeah. D- is there another part where he talks about, like, specifically about, like, people being nice and, and 
like not trusting people who are overly nice. Does Marshall have any? I know there's a part, what is it? I'm thinking now of when Marshall, at night when uh, Harold is supposed to be sleeping and they're sitting in the window and Marshall sees his mom and Ted outside. Is that what we're getting to? Yeah, that's exactly where we are in the, yeah. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Let's, Let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah, and he talks to Harold, who is like, I just want to say really quickly, Harold's got, like, headphones on, and he has to pull them off <laughs> to, like, <laughs> to, like, move over to the window to listen to um, Marshall, and it's just funny. It's just so funny. And then later, I'll just say later, after he sees that Marshall is sad, he, un- he, he like, breaks open a, plant, a potted plant and hands it to mm-hmm. him because he saw... In the hospital, he saw people getting flowers, and that's super cute too. Oh, is but, that why yeah. he did it? That's I was why he very confused. <laughs> yes, about yeah. He's, he saw like an old woman on a gurney at the hospital. That's and, right. Like, I remember daughter, seeing. She's just that. lying in the middle of the hallway, and <laughs> yeah, a young woman comes up. As you do in the hospital, they just have yes. you up against a wall, you know, just out of the it's way. Just so busy, and people can visit you there. That's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a very busy hospital for a sleepy suburban town. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, Karen, Karen, please talk about the little conversation that they have while they're watching uh, the mom and Ted out the window. Honestly, I wish I remembered more of it. It was just, it was something about the line, along the lines of like him just like truly having given up on love because yeah. his parents are divorced. <laughs> and then like, uh, it just like such a perfect precursor to him learning, you know, Harold's whole deal that we learn later with the really nice hieroglyphics. So it's just very like, was, was this kid is so like, sad. Yeah. He was like, people either get divorced or married couples all just hate each other. It was, which I think oh, that yeah, was the right. moment when I was like, good God, these kids are cynical. <laughs> like, yeah. That's exactly what he says. It almost makes me think that like, it almost, it almost makes me think that before they shot this, an article came out that like divorce rates were really high. And mm. Disney was like, hey, you guys got to talk about this in the movie <laughs> so that kids like yeah. because this is an epidemic and we got to make these kids feel like they're not alone. So Marshall is not just like Marshall doesn't just have a d- divorced parents. He's also like all of my friends' parents are divorced or they hate each other. Yeah, like, that's true. Yes, no that was it. Yeah. terms that he's completely as as Karen I think said like given up on any prospect there's, of like... there's no possible way that that is that was the truth like <laughs> that he I mean unless he's referring to literally just Amy and Gilbert's parents which he probably is because what kid really knows that many parents, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's I think like, Gilbert this also is everyone. Has a, like, I think that we have three single moms here because we don't see, uh, we know Esmeralda. I mean, we never see if she's well, married. Well, but yeah. he, well, you're right, he says that line he about his, his dad. dad. Oh, his dad. Yeah. Only but we don't know so, if they're so the together. Smothered, the classic smothered, uh, you know, husband controlled mm. by the domineering. Yeah bizarre uh wife with a personality disorder and then we have a strong working mom in um in amy's mom amy's mom yeah and amy also seems to be i mean amy literally says 
step parents are the only adults who care about what you think of them. And I was like, wow. Yes. God so I guess damn. we assume I guess we assume that she has a step parent or I has think, had a step parent. I think that that is fairly um I think that that is self-evident. Like I that's what I think we're led to believe. It is interesting that like this movie like obviously Harold for Marshall is supposed to be kind of like this weird surrogate dad thing even though that's not the case because Marshall is taking mm. care of Harold but right. we get like very little mention of Marshall's dad at all like all of his mm-hmm. frustration is channeled towards his mom and his potential stepdad not his dad who once again is still alive unlike most other Disney Channel movies yeah yeah and he also, I mean, he also is like, I feel like Marshall's whole thing is that he always pretends like he's okay when he's not okay. And I do feel like the movie kind of skirts around him actually having an, an a heart-to-heart conversation with his mom, which mm-hmm. um, yeah. instead mm-hmm. he's just kind of tells her to like, that he's okay with her pursuing, a, you know, a marriage with Ted because she loves him. Yeah. Um, he literally says... Mom, do you love him? <laughs> That's right. It's like, what is this? <laughs> and then when she says yes, his response is, then I think you should marry him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, okay. Well, yeah. maybe. She, this is her new boyfriend, so yeah. I don't know. As I would have loved if she'd have said, Marshall, we're just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We have have to talk about something called casual relationships. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, That would have been great. Well, um, let's, let's, uh, let's rein it in a little bit after Mm -hmm. um, Marshall goes to bed. I don't remember what happens for some reason, but Harold gets out of the house. Yeah. Uh, He finds a slingshot thing. Yeah. Oh, he hurts himself. He hits himself with the slingshot. And then he shoots it out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Just classic classic mummy shenanigans. Yes. Uh, And then, but how does he get to the museum? He sees a bus. He chases a bus. Because he Yeah, there's a bus that's going. (laughs) In in the suburbs, a bus that's there at 10 p.m. Yeah. (laughs) Doing a suburban route. Hey, it's a very progressive city. Uh, they have yeah, it has a museum, a very busy hospital, <laughs> yeah, a museum, with real mummies, a museum that's like open but not open because police right. come. But yeah, he broke in. He mm-hmm. he he, I, he. It did appear that he broke in. There's like a close up on a door that's been, you know, okay, like a, a single panel of a door that's been like off its hinges, right? And then we see Harold. Um, so the kids catch up with him at the museum and they, they finally learn about um, Harold, that Harold was a high priest uh, and he yeah. was celibate um, and served the queen. And the queen <laughs> is the mummy with all of the eyeshadow on in the end, <laughs> fake, fake lashes um, in the uh, Well, how ad- else would we know it's coffin. a girl mummy? If it didn't exactly. Lashes. She needs boobs and she needs the eyelashes the, the Which, eye the whole eye look if that celibacy is like in quotation marks as they suggest that's the same plot as the mummy from 1999 like that is the same backstory 
I'm just pointing that out. I know. Wow. I feel like a lot of mummy <laughs> movies are like, because even the mum, the second mummy movie is like plagiarizes the first mummy movie. It's like the same. Oh thing. yeah, this is like yeah, a love yeah. coming back from the dead and trying to. I just feel like there may only be one plot as far as that. As far as, <laughs> as, far as mummy movies, there's only one trope, one there's backstory one... trope. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe yeah. there is like yes. one mummy story or something, and that's what all of these things are pulling from. There must, yeah, honestly, exactly. Lizzie's probably right that the it's probably pulling from like the Universal movie that came like out, 1930s like nineteen thirties original. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. the Mummy nineteen ninety nine takes from that because it's a remake, and this probably takes some from that too because it's like probably like you know it's an homage to like old more yeah. like horror movies yeah so yeah Monster without movies. like um, without doing a really um anything really homage wise anything really distinct but yeah it's like oh yeah. it's about mummies you know what it's you know what what's going on here you, you guys get it it's a short it's like it. a shorthand yeah creature feature yeah. shorthand yeah. yeah yep so um so yeah so i don't know i can't remember if we talked about this while we were recording or not but um he is um it the the plaque that they read says that he was celibate and uh, <laughs> Gilbert asks what celibate means and Amy says no chicks which is great uh, and then Gilbert they, says that he he couldn't handle that he wouldn't Gilbert he wouldn't never, be able Gilbert to go with is, no chicks like. Gilbert is a bit of a horn dog you wouldn't expect it from looking at him but he <laughs> no. tells you about Liesel wearing those that's true he does at the beginning and he is obviously pretty into it and Marshall's pretty freaked out so good for him he also very clearly <laughs> yeah. has a crush on Amy that's like unrequited or like not Gilbert crush but just an Gilbert has an awareness of Amy's changing body yes he does. he does obnoxious yes. way you want because to talk apparently about he... Amy has a crush on Marshall that isn't revealed yeah. until the very end of the movie and had yeah. no indications that she felt like that anywhere before that. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe she's just, I mean, she's a, she's a tricky one. She's tough to pin down. So I could see. I think it's just classic decom where it's like, oh, well, there's a girl. So she must like the main boy. Like, yeah, right? I just feel like. They they the, they got some orders to like turn it into a romance. I think that they do yeah. it in kind of a cute way, where like both of them have dressed up at the end. I don't want to spoil it, but I think they do it in a cute way. But anyway, um, yes. And Gilbert asks Amy if she's wearing a bra. We did um, miss that part of the movie. Oh, that's is, right. Yeah, pretty strange. She also that, like that- tells us that she sleeps in the nude. Which is like why? Yeah, that was really <laughs> aggressive. It's a little, it's a little weird what they make, what they made that actress say. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's okay. Not, not too much. So, um, at one point, uh, we, I think it's the next day. They're at school. It's great that they keep going to school through this. Like, whatever's wrong. Uh, they're going to keep going to school. Nothing's more important than their <laughs> They have to learn that selective vocabulary. Right. <laughs> uh, and um, and um, at one point, they uh, have a heart, a little bit of a heart-to-heart. Where oh, wait, kind sorry. Of like, Lizzie, one more thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when when they like, they're like, yeah, he was supposed to do a vow of celibacy. And then you see how enamored he is with the female mummies, like, 
coffin sarcophagus sorry and then (laughs) and then they say i guess he wasn't so celibate after all it's like oh my (laughs) god (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then also when harold reveals his like necklace (laughs) underneath his wraps oh yeah yeah (laughs) he digs that thing out (laughs) he does they have matching necklaces that will apparently bring them to life uh (laughs) who knows who knows? And, you know, maybe based on some magic that he himself as as a priest would have. But we don't get any. That's not important. We do not. I don't think we get any backstory on why he comes to life. All we know is that he's got an ambulant amulet that does that. Um, mm-hmm. So at school the next day, they kind of sit down. Uh, Amy and Marshall kind of sit down and, like, catch everybody up with what's going on. And um, Marshall has a line. He's just a mummy. We're not real friends, okay? Which I don't know why. <laughs> like, they're worried because, because he's, like, bummed. And she's yeah. like, are you bonding with him? And he's, like, really quick to be like, no, 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 we're not friends. We're, he's, he's a mummy. But, but I'm going to be sad. Like, and I'm he's gonna... a real friend. Yeah. He also said that he watched every, he was like, uh, Harold went home and watched every sappy movie. And I'm, like, out of tissues. So he started to use my bedspread. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, how is he producing tears? Tears, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I want to know. um and i was when he's like talking about uh, talking like lying to amy about how much he cares or saying he doesn't care about harold i was expecting it to be like a shrek situation where harold's hiding behind a a wall and then like runs away sad it causes tension in the relationship but that doesn't happen to harold dressed as a child like at a separate lunch table at school. Perfect. Yep. Exactly. I was, I, but then I was like, man, even for this movie, that would be a stretch because that would be a stretch. And it turns out that that's, they didn't go there uh, with it. And yeah, Harold is just, who knows what Harold does during the day? I wouldn't leave Harold alone. He obviously can't be left alone. He'll crawl out the window and, you know, but yeah. 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 So, so I believe at that point they run into yes. There's a Nerf gun fight with Harold that's kind of cute, where Gilbert and uh, Gilbert and Harold are playing with with Nerf guns, and then we get Leonard's second scene, and Leonard drops the piece of information that was missing before, which is that the yellow truck is an ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. but he does it in the cutest way because he says like yeah. uh, but don't go trying to get any ice cream from him because the guy's real mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like ice cream huh and uh, yeah, yeah, that that doesn't say anything on the truck doesn't say anything on yeah. the truck I don't know I can't read <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right yeah Perfect. do you think ice cream was their like mob front for whatever mafia yes. this is I think it has. Yeah, to, I think cash only has, business. Yeah, perfect for perfect for money laundering. Um, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah, uh, well known uh, money laundering. Well known ice cream truck gambit. Exactly, exactly. So they luckily can bike to the old ice cream truck factory, but they have to get Harold there 
So to do that, they have to buy him clothes and steal a bike from a child is my memory. So yeah, they, get, they yeah. straight up just take a bike that they find. Yeah, a very small, uh, like a very bike for small April. bike. So, um, I mean, it could be for anyone, but it's you know pink. They also then uh, assume that he knows how to ride a bike. Ride pink bikes, as we know. So, especially yeah, in Harold, 1997. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so Harold is dressed. They're supposed to. Uh, they throw down their money and they ask for the cheapest. What is it? The cheapest, biggest, <laughs> ugliest clothes? I can't remember what they asked for. <laughs> They're like, we need cheap clothes, we need big clothes, and we need uh, normal clothes or something? Anyway, yeah, but they don't think I think it was normal. He looks like a pimp from <laughs> like a superfly type thing, yeah. especially with his um, platform, platform shoes. Yeah. And like, does he have and a I love, or something? I freaking love the running joke of like a woman will see him. This happens three times in the movie. A woman sees Harold and then he like kind of does something back to her because she's interested in him. And then she screams like <laughs> it. Ha- and that time he lowers the sunglasses and she sees what he looks like and she screams <laughs> it's it's a metaphor men are monsters when you really mm-hmm. take a second look at them when wow. you when you yep yes and at this this point what's the song that's playing get down tonight alive. oh uh get, get down, down tonight. tonight yeah yeah so we yeah. have a an actual song playing <clears throat> while he in his during his um, we didn't get a fashion montage, which I think we were robbed, frankly. I think we were <laughs> robbed. But I would really like have liked a dressing room montage. Uh, but what we get instead is he's walking down the street. Um, and they get bikes and they go to the ice cream place. And I think, Karen, I don't want to yes, talk over. Yes. Okay. Obviously, <laughs> obviously my moment. Um, yeah. So they can't see over a wall. And so... Uh, Marshall's idea is for Harold to hold him up and so he does mm-hmm. and then they're using very cheap like Happy Meal binoculars for some reason um, to see what's going on inside and <laughs> they know that they need to get inside because that's where the sarcophagus is and so Marshall what is he, does he ask him he's like we need to get over this wall or like can you give yeah, me a I think he, he, yeah, yeah he, he asks boost. to be yeah boosted over yeah he asked for a boost and harold <laughs> flings him over the wall <laughs> just like shoves this small child over a wall <laughs> like 20 feet into the air and he like lands mm-hmm. and gilbert and amy are like dude what the hell and then harold shrugs and then marshall says i'm okay mm-hmm. and harold goes Gilbert. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say that what's, what is, I mean, it's edited super funny, but what's also funny is that Harold is like, like, he's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, perfectly delivered, perfectly cut, yes, Karen, I'm so glad, I made a a huge note of that, yeah, spectacular, spectacular, so yeah, so they, okay, man, they're in the ice cream place, and they're, they see the sarcophagus and it's there and they may or may not over. I can't remember if they overhear or if it's just for the audience to understand that the goons are there and they're going to be in trouble because the buyer's not happy. Obviously that the mummy isn't there, that he's been <laughs> promised. 
and they got to mm-hmm. find this fucking mummy and also Mr. Kardashian or whatever his name is, is uh, <laughs> uh, faked his death and is uh, running this whole thing. Uh, he's he's the, the kingpin. Also, um, I would need you guys to know that the quality of the movie we watched was so poor. And also, I have pretty bad face blindness. Uh, <laughs> that, that when he showed up, I looked at Alex and I said, oh, is that the same guy? I don't remember what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's because, in my opinion, they show him in the dark. The first yeah. time you yeah. see him, the first time. his face yeah. is in shadow. So you can't, you don't get that cool moment of like, oh my god, it's the same guy. It's mm-hmm. it's not just you, Karen. Uh, they made a bad, in my opinion, they made a bad decision. Um, Which is crazy, because the rest of this movie is flawless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, so... So they decide they need to get they need to get the sarcophagus out of the ice cream place factory. So they're gonna they're gonna enlist Bruce's help because Bruce has a car and it's not just a car, it's a hearse. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is yeah. perfect for transporting something like a sarcophagus. So they go back over the wall <laughs> and at that point, um, Gilbert says my favorite line of the movie. All we've got is a 3,000-year-old mummy and a pair of Mayor McCheese binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese binoculars. Okay, so um, after uh, Mayor McCheese binoculars, we are, um, at, uh, we are at the Halloween party um, because they okay. had to track did, down Bruce. Was that who... party ever, like, mentioned? Did, did we know that was happening I don't think that it was. So the gang heads, the gang heads to the um, Bruce. The, Bruce, yes, we need Bruce. We got to find him. So we go to this Halloween party, and yeah, Keen, I don't think that the Halloween party was mentioned at any point. Like, no, I don't, I don't think it was mentioned. Yeah, I don't so think I is, even really knew it was like Halloween, like day. Like I didn't know. Yeah. There's nothing right. else that would suggest that it's Halloween. <laughs> You're a very good point. Now, now the school is decorated in Halloween, but we don't, we definitely do not know, especially after, I don't think they say Halloween is tomorrow with regards mm-hmm. to having to get Harold back. I don't know if they thought that would be like too on the nose, but no, we, we don't have any concept of, of how long they have to get Harold back into his sarcophagus. All we know is it needs to be done on Halloween night. So right. apparently it's Halloween. And mm-hmm. yeah, they are. Um, they show up. Um, Marshall has a, a mask on. Um, Gilbert is dressed as Dennis Rodman. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty funny. I like that. that was, he was like, "I'm Dennis Rodman." Obviously, yeah, he's, he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "How do you guys not and understand all he's, what my costume?" All he's wearing is sunglasses and a pink feather boa. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, just his know? normal, his normal clothes. With those two <laughs> items. And then, of yeah. course, because uh, Amy is a bit of a cool girl, she's got the Princess Leia buns as a as a headband. Um, or, like, earmuffs, which is, you know, cute, very cute. So, um, they do find Bruce. And while they're talking to Bruce, um, Gilbert is tasked with staying, staying with Harold, um, who they don't put in costume because he looks like he's already wearing a costume and um 
Gilbert really wants a drink, I guess. he Or he's mad that he has to, like, stay outside, which doesn't make any sense because he's he is usually too afraid to do stuff. So mm-hmm. you think he'd make yeah. a really good, like, watch, you know, watch. But uh, he, he goes inside, and um, that is when All By Myself starts playing. I'm pretty That's sure. Right. And that yes. lures, yes. Yeah. like a siren song, it lures... Harold's like, in- that's my shit. Yeah. <laughs> he has <laughs> oh, to. Oh, shit. It's my jam. So Meanwhile, he- all of the goons have showed up. Me, and thank are you. The goons are hot on their trail. And, um, yeah, so the goons are looking. And there are a lot of mummies at this party. And they are just taking people's costumes off like it's no problem. They're, like, ripping their ma- – the goons are ripping masks off of innocent partygoers. And uh, meanwhile, Harold finds a woman dressed like um, Cleopatra, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that it is Cleopatra or whatever, you know, who, again, the accuracy, no idea, mm-hmm. literally none. But um, he, uh, she wants to dance with him. And then there's a funny mix up where uh, there's another guy dressed as a zombie. And I'm the sorry. The weirdest, like, zombie. adult humor like kind of side side story mm-hmm. between those four people. Yes. Yeah. Harold yeah. and three people, I guess. Yes. Yes. It's not like he's a person. Right. Yeah. And he and like she's dancing with him and there yeah, there's so both of them both of those women think that they came to the party with the one guy. Is that it? And he's is I he... think one of them is uh, his wife, and then yeah. the other woman met him at the party. The one that yeah, dances with Harold, I think, met him there, and uh-huh. then they were chatting, and so she thinks that that's Harold. Like, got it? Okay, yeah. okay. And she's like, "Oh, now you're interested in me." And okay, I see. Yeah, I I get it now. So, um, so of course, as the goons are closing in. Um, she's Cleopatra is mad at Harold and decides to take his wrappings off to see who's under the costume. And of course, <laughs> yeah. when she gets there, it's just his bare face with his like big eyes, big teeth, and no nose. And it, uh, and he's like, "Hi!" I'm pretty sure he like, yeah, says, he, he is. Says, Hi. And she screams, <laughs> yeah, and everyone screams, and they clear, they clear the 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 you know floor clears, and uh, the goons um, give chase, and at the uh, one of the emotional climaxes, you know, of the movie, Harold is holding the doors like mm-hmm. another famous, yeah, large person um while uh the 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 gang gets away which to me was crazy why would you leave without harold harold's the whole that was the whole whole point point. yeah it doesn't matter they're not gonna i don't know they're not after you they're not after you so it just doesn't it to me was yeah it didn't make any sense but there's an emotional moment where marshall and harold lock eyes as harold is holding the doors closed (laughs) and the hearse speeds away um, containing the kids and Bruce, and then Harold gets taken captive. Um, did I miss anything? 
No, that's no legit, think, except that Bruce like doesn't believe them, but now he definitely believes them. That's right. Then he yes. sees and he's yeah, and he's like having like a freak out moment, like a mm-hmm. what is my reality moment in the car. Um, and they have to go get him. Like they don't they don't want to go get him. I think I feel like even Amy and Bruce are like, Man, it's way too late. Like, we gotta call the police and Marshall is like, no, we can't let him down. I can't let him down. So mm-hmm. they go to the ice cream factory. They <coughs> empty their pockets. All they've got is 87 cents, four chiclets, <laughs> and like a rubber band or something. I don't remember. A, a match. They do have a match. Mm-hmm. But luckily, um, Bruce has a bunch of props in his uh, horror movie props in the back of his hearse because of he he's just a man who would constantly have those just yeah. lying I around. think I think it's actually because he had that haunted house thing at oh, the Halloween all right, party. Emily. So. I like to think that he just drives <laughs> around with those items in the back of his car instead of a spare tire. But I mean, he probably, probably does. <laughs> it's a combination. It's a combination. Yeah. Right? So so they stage a uh, oh, but before I won't go any further because Gilbert kind of gets this look on his face and he walks away and uh, Marshall follows him and he says, Gilbert, what's wrong? And Gilbert says, I'm just going to wait in the hearse, which is hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Gilbert uh, is not going to go through with it. And in a really interesting move, in my opinion, on Disney's part, instead of making, instead of Marshall giving Gilbert a like talk, a rousing speech, a yeah. rousing speech mm-hmm. Gilbert's like, man, I'm too scared to do this. And Marshall's like, okay, you know what? I I even said in the car, at, Marshall didn't say this, but Marshall does say in the car, he's like, I have to help him even if you guys won't. And he mm-hmm. he lets Gilbert like not, not participate in the rescue. Um, and so it's kind of cool that Gilbert has to like come to that himself when he does uh, do what he do what he does. But the mm-hmm. rest the rest of them stage a, stage a rescue where um, um, they uh, use the props to um, both distract one of the, the guards and then tie him up with like fake intestines. And I can't remember what else. I think it's just the fake intestines, but they, yeah. they like they're hitting him with like a like a leg. Oh, and, and then Bruce body slams him. Oh, Bruce. Oh, yeah. He does. Yeah, that's right. He does. He does, which is, yeah, I wish there had been, like, maybe at the first time we meet him, maybe Bruce says, like, man, I've always wanted to body slam somebody so that that could <laughs> kind of come full circle in a in Or a just, like, way. he wanted to be a wrestler or something. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like any, anything. It doesn't really make, it doesn't, it doesn't fit in perfectly with the story. Um, and, uh, they go in, Marshall finds, Marshall finds, um, Harold and he has to scratch his nose, uh, first order of business, just like the toilet earlier while, um, uh, Bruce and Amy are like snapping at each other and Bruce ends up, of course there has to be like a big stunt. So he, a pipe breaks and he like he what what is he he holds on to it like Tarzan while the pipe while he like crashes into a bunch of ice cream yeah. cartons anyway every they all get captured and how dare you Tarzan came out in 1999 I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding I know that I know George the Jungle though came out 1999 oh there you go so nice. like, George, yeah. like George of the Jungle um and um um 
just as things are about to get really bad and he even uh dr kevorkian gives the heroes or the villain speech where he says like the IRS, he gives a really way too long speech for a children's movie where he's like the irs was gonna find me. yeah <laughs> like, like, very okay sad. dude like yeah yeah um and i had to fake my own death because the irs will won't come after me that like very dramatic uh reason to 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 get into crime in my opinion and uh at that moment gilbert crashes through the the wall with the Mm -hmm. hearse and um causing a bunch of debris and everybody's fine um except for all the goons conveniently get uh get knocked knocked out. out so everything's everything's fine at that point like it's extremely extremely tidy wrap up um except that they do have to get harold to the to the museum and now i can't remember how they do that because the hearse is the hearse is fucked so they can't use the hearse uh at that point they probably just stole one of the ice cream trucks right that's it that's he says he says bruce can you drive an ice cream truck you're exactly right alex yeah yeah I, so at this point, I'm not going to lie. I don't know that I was looking at the screen anymore at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, assumed that that's how they did it. I didn't question it when I did look up to watch this mummy reun- like reuniting scene because it was wild. Yeah, I, I would have yeah. to agree. I, I, I am spacing on the majority of the end of this movie and what All happened. All right, well, we're <laughs> almost there. Hang in there, ladies. <laughs> um, we get to the museum. We've got the the sarcophagus again. It would be very heavy, very difficult to move, but none of that matters. Um, he wants Harold. It's very sweet at the end. They're like, Harold, you got to get back into your thing, and he wants to say <laughs> goodbye to his um, lady, friend. lady friend. So he wakes her up, and they like kind of lovingly embrace. And then he has a tearful goodbye with Marshall, who's like, you're the best dad I ever had, basically, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are, they're all, like, really tearful, like, really sad. And I'm they just are. Like, I mean, it's it kind of got to mummy. me a little bit. I the, know. Yeah. This also happened, like, in less than 24 hours, it feels like, this entire... Yeah, yeah like, at most two days. Like. Yeah. Well... You guys are a bunch of negative dancies because I thought, <laughs> I just thought like Marshall. Ex- exactly. I, th- I was extremely touched uh, by uh, their their farewells, and I was sad to see. And I also thought it was kind of like cool that and something that they maybe wouldn't have done later. This is just my opinion. I'm not sure if this is true, but like Harold does have to go back into his sarcophagus, and he goes to sleep forever instead of like. Harold lives in a Frosty the Snowman type way or right. something. I yeah. don't know. Um, like, he goes away forever. Um, yeah. And then uh, Marshall, and this is the only thing I really don't agree with. In the in the last scene, Marshall is packing up all of his horror stuff because he's, quote, outgrown it. Yeah, yeah that, that was weird. That was yeah. weird. I, I also, uh, mm-hmm. just in the like ending scene with Marshall, I mean, Harold really wanted him to climb into the other, yeah, <laughs> the other no, mummy no, Harold, no, yeah, or like, <laughs> or he like gets in his, and like you suddenly see the like top moving a little bit, like, <laughs> a la what we do in the shadows. But. <laughs> okay, that would be that would be pretty good, and then you could make another like one last joke about being celibate. 
Yes, exactly. Right there. Exactly. It's like, oh, I guess he was silly. I guess he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, fig- he figured it out. <laughs> he, figured, he figured it out. Um, yeah, so we've, we've talked about this already, but yeah, Marshall's mom comes in and she's like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm better than ever or whatever. Or he's, he's kind of subdued and then he says that he, uh, she should, if she, if she loves Ted, then she should marry him um, because a friend helped him figure things out. And mm-hmm. uh, if I was a mother and my child told me that, I'd be like, elaborate. Yeah. I'd yeah. Be like, yeah. What friend? Should I be paying more attention to you? <laughs> yeah. What, uh, you what have, are you talking about? <laughs> how, how old is your friend? Is he an adult friend? Because also, if your like emotionally troubled child suddenly packs up everything he loves, <laughs> yeah. Like, you should yeah. be more concerned. <laughs> that's a good point. I would be very worried. Yes. It's that is extremely worrisome. It's like, it's like tidying your room as a mm-hmm. sign of suicide. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, not but then, what you want. Yeah, but then the last beat is he still goes to see the horror movie with his two friends. So he still likes horror. That's such a good point. So they are, yes. And and I think that that's a really good point, Alex, um, is mm. that he, uh, okay, so yeah, I, I, I glossed over this, but Amy kind of, um, during the like neat wrap up in the ice cream place, Amy's like, if something had happened to you, I don't know what I would have done. Uh, and there's like a, te- a tense moment between them, you know, a, a romantically charged moment before they have <laughs> to go get Harold back. And so, gosh, then when Amy is coming unexpectedly coming to the movie with him and Gilbert, Marshall has to put on some high karate, probably. Yes. And so, yeah. which I have never heard of to this day. Yeah. Uh, is it fake? Is it real? Does anyone know? Look it up. Put on some oh, what? No, it's real. Hi, oh. H-A-I karate. Vintage 1960s. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's a vintage. It's a vintage. That's why she says they don't even make this anymore. I don't know if you remember. because Yes. What is this all... kid's allowance? That's what I want to know. How <laughs> much is Marshall had to spend per month? Definitely a million dollars per month. That's yeah. Point. Maybe he got that from his dad, and maybe his dad is... His dad's sending him money. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, His dad's sending him money. So, uh, yeah, he uh, gels his hair and uh, tucks in his shirt. And then I think it's kind of a cute moment. I mean, I I don't like that they push the kids together, but like Amy also has looks very nice. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, she's got her hair all curled and she's got a dress on. And then they have another like charged moment before they immediately start razzing each other again about Mm -hmm. like her her dress looking like a dress that uh, his aunt got uh, married is what I was going to say, but uh, buried in. And, uh, (laughs) and then, yeah, we uh, crane, you know, the camera is on a crane and we pull away from them as they walk down the street, all three of them. It's um, also so great. That's like such a great moment of seeing how Gilbert is about to be left behind. Yeah. 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 Gilbert Gilbert stays are numbered in that relationship, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's and it's yeah they do it in a funny way he they say gilbert's like gosh i thought something weird was happening but you guys are fine (laughs) you know poor (laughs) gilbert thinks fancies himself a ladies man but he doesn't understand how any how anything works in in that arena except for yeah except for how good liesel looks in those drapes (laughs) she makes i'm sorry that dress that she makes out of drapes and that is the end of the movie that is under wraps. 
And that we made it. Is under that wraps. is a wrap on under wrap. That's a wrap. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know they wow. were like gunning for yeah. the day. That moment. Say, That's a wrap <laughs> oh, <under> yeah. wraps. <laughs> They, they were, were like, ready. they were, yeah, they had a whole, they had a cake with it they, on, the, probably. The Halloween party scene last, so everyone could be there and hear it. Oh, man. I oh, my gosh. Right. Do you think that, like, when people were talking about, like, oh, so what are you working on? They're like, it's under wraps. And people it's... thought they were just, like, being coy. <laughs> and, like, in the way that people are when they're working on something, like, kind of secret. It was wall-to-wall puns on that set. <laughs> it was just an unending stream of, yeah, rap puns about being under wraps for sure mm-hmm. all right all right Jean, it's it's your turn um i guess the other question is do we want this d oh um i'm, I'm good <laughs> I'm, uh, i do i liked it i'm it like a high priest it. you know i'm i'm celibate i don't, I don't <laughs> i don't want that <laughs> i liked it as much as my friends this is so important do you remember how much two double cheeseburgers a small fry and an orange soda <laughs> yes. it was it like two dollars it was three dollars and 74 cents incredible and i have wow. written the inflation is the scariest part about this movie yeah agreed mm. Very yeah. true. Real monsters Very true. are the capitalism the real we made all along. <laughs> You're exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. Does anyone else have any uh, anything they want this D as much as? I know I mean, it's kind just, of a curveball. Just ball. as much as Leonard and his rag. Like, that's yeah, I will say that I am thankful for this movie for introducing Leonard and Gilbert. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think I would have loved a movie of the two of them. That's the thing. Yes. Or yeah. Gil- Gilbert's mom. <laughs> yeah, Gilbert's the inner mom, yeah. Gilbert's mom. <laughs> yeah. I liked um I like Bruce. I thought Bruce I would Bruce I would Bruce was watch, good too. Yeah. I would watch yeah. something about Bruce. But considering I mean, how much the, the Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Considering how much those cheeseburgers cost and oh, all yes. of that, like his two dollars that he was taking at the haunted house, he must have made a killing. <laughs> yeah, he, he said he was. He's. I, I think he actually said how much money he had made, didn't he? He was like at two at two bucks a head, or five, it was five bucks a head. How much was it? It was two dollars a head. Okay, so less than a, a two double cheeseburgers, fries, and a small. And an orange soda. But, but if he was getting kids on kids on kids, like, think of how many cheeseburgers he can buy now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot. The answer. <laughs> Amazing. a lot. All right. Let's wrap this up. All right. <laughs> like well, a mummy. Do, you, you, do you have anything you would like to plug? Mm-hmm. Either of you uh, losers got anything? <laughs> I don't know. I have any social media or stuff to plug. I just have a correction. It's that uh, this is my sixth time, actually, not oh, fifth. Because right. I yes. forgot about Parent Trap, which I loved. So it's weird that that's Parent the one I Trap. forgot about. But. Yes, yes. Well, we we forgot about it too, and we loved Parent Trap. Yeah. Too, so that's <laughs> that's on go. all of us. Sometimes the bad ones are the ones that stick with you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, it's true. You, okay, so anything anything to. No. All right. Well, I've got a podcast uh, that will be out by the time this airs called uh, Tell Me What You Heard, and it's a folklore podcast. So, Ooh, uh, so please cool. check that out. 
I invite you to listen to that because I've done a lot of work and um, it would be great if you guys could tune in. <laughs> Hell nice. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Looking forward to it. Please cool. write <laughs> please write and review us wherever you are currently listening to this podcast. Email us at talkingabouttheD at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or requests. We would love to hear from you. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks Thank to you. our wonderful guests for joining us on this Woo. mummy journey. Thank you for having us. Thank you for watching the movie. Yes. <laughs> on YouTube. Always thank you for, for that. Six dollars. <laughs> An insane amount of money for this movie. Oh, we found a <laughs> they, they found a bootleg. Oh sh damn. You you I and I were the chumps that paid for it. Yeah. We sure were. We sure were. <laughs> damn. Okay. Congratulations on that. <laughs> Uh, all right. Bye, everybody. Right. Bye. 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 Bye.